you're right about something, use the word we. Yes, there and you when go. When you're wrong about something, just <laughs> use yeah, and then we're there good. You go. You I got it? you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> rookie Fever, the show that looks closely at NFL rookie values all year long. Let's go! Let's get the show going, man. Hurry up, hurry up! With your hosts, Swagzilla Zero G. We can't all be winners. And Mike, the Feverish Fidero. It's never in a vacuum! Nothing is in a vacuum! The Rookie Fever Podcast. We're just having fun and we're working, baby. That's it, baby. They come. Welcome back to Rookie Fever, episode 357. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, 357. And I am here, as always, with the Feverish Fenero. What up, what up? How the heck are you? Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well. So, happy Thanksgiving. We're going to do some things we're thankful for. Yes, Definitely. yes. This is a this is a fun show. Um, we're going to, you know, we're going to sit down at the kids' table. <laughs> There's no kids' table. There should be, we should have, well, this, I've got a good show idea. Is this for next time? Next Thanksgiving? Yeah, give it to me. <laughs> this one coming. This is the most ready we're ever going to be. This is for yes. next year. Put it in your calendar. Don't write it down. Like Have this in your calendar so it pops up like a week before. And you're like, this is the, remember that show you wrote on the show? <laughs> like the ideas you should have given me three days ago. We'll have a kids' table. Ooh. And we'll see who should come up from the kids' table and who should stay there. Yeah, you're right. That was a good idea. I like that idea. Whoever I like that idea, it. too. But, you know, a lot of times... Oh, okay. So, <laughs> I got I to gotta, um, regress a little bit. A lot of times, like, Fenero, I don't know if you did it today or not, um, but you did, like, the Halloween candy. Sometimes mm-hmm. you'll do Thanksgiving foods. I don't know yep, if you yep. did any foods. Did you do any foods? I have two foods. I got a food, okay? All right. I got a freaking food. And and I'm starting the show with some stuffing. Okay. I don't, blame, right? I and, don't blame you. And, you know, <laughs> and that's the thing. That's it's the thing. Staple. It's that it's food that I feel like it's that staple. Everybody's been eating it. I'm not really too into it. And when I when I try it, it's 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 pretty good. It's all right. It's actually pretty good. And maybe I've been wrong about maybe I've been kind of wrong about Tank Dell. I'm starting to feel kind of weird, like watching him go off and be this target hog every week, do well with his opportunities. At this point, I would just be fighting it and it would be ignorant. I mean, what's happening out there with him and CJ Stroud is is pretty fun. I mean, at this point. Recording on Sunday evening, seven o'clock Eastern. Tank Dell's the up fifth, there. Fifth highest scoring non-quarterback yep. in the scoring feverish, and I've always used for rookie fever podcast. And CJ Stroud's out there killing it again with over three hundred and fifty yards. Yeah, and I mean this is this is a weekly event now, especially <laughs> like, like yes. once Nico is missing some time. I mean it's not. It, it's 10 targets this week, 14 last week, 11 the week before, and doing well with the 149 yards on with 10 targets, eight receptions. I mean, um, yeah, he's he's definitely that 
stuffing in my life, and <laughs> I think better to eat a little crow here now on Rookie Fever before I exit out. Can you exit out now? It's just exit out if I tweet it? Are you exit out? And it's like it never happened? Even though I it's don't know about that. Well, Fenero, if you exit <laughs> out... It, it's like it never happened. You're right. Even though it's you're showing people that it never happened, but it's X'd out. It is X'd I'm, out. I'm going to X it out. Instead, <laughs> now I don't have to tweet it out. Just I'll use X Twitter, but I'm going to X that shit out. I love the analogy but, of stuffing. Man, how do you feel about stuffing anyway? I mean, truly the food. Yeah. Like, because this that's is what Thanksgiving. I to talk we can, about. we can. I mean, I think that's people what I to talk care about. about Thanksgiving yeah. food a little bit, right? It's I think not the like we've helped their fantasy on. football lineups all year. The analogy spot on stuffing is a fairly popular food, and I think what you're saying is you're not a lover of the stuffing. No, you know, I'm definitely. It's okay. Um, I'm definitely always going to start with a small scoop of stuffing, just in case okay. it really sucks. I don't want to leave too much behind. Yep. Because. Yep. Um, you know, I, I, I'll be completely honest with you. Like I'm one of those, I was raised in the eighties and like those times when you would like have to finish your food at the table. Mm. I don't raise my kids like that. So I don't act like that either. If I don't like the shit, I'm not finishing it. There's plenty of food. I see, I see the waste <laughs> afterwards. We can have some before and I'm going to enjoy my food, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, I hear that. but at the same time, I don't want to take a ton if I don't like it. And stuffing is one of those foods that I think there is some risk to it. It's there's it, there. I think there's a bit of an outlier. Like, even though you want it to be good, sometimes like anti fuck that shit up. Yeah. Yeah, I've had excellent stuffing that I that I go back for more, and I've had stuffing that uh, I'm pretty glad I only had a spoonful because yeah. it's 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 not. Uh, I'm a consistency guy, and stuffing is on the edge of acceptable consistency. In but, other words, what I mean by that is anything looks like puke. I don't want to <laughs> eat it. Oatmeal, it looks like puke. I don't it's eat like oatmeal. Things split like pea soup. Yes, I, I cannot. Ugh. I can't mentally get past the fact that it looks like it just got thrown up into the bowl or the plate. And stuffing is dangerously close to that consistency. So I agree with you. There's a lot of risk. So, but yeah, Tank Dell. I mean, wow. What else can I say? You know, wow. It's fun to watch. Like, wow. I, I almost tweeted it out before we recorded it and like <laughs> ate some crow, but I was like, you know what? Like, I I just would rather talk about it, and you ate. It feels better that show. way. Like, but yeah. I think I I definitely deserve what's coming to me, you know. But um, I've always thought it better to eat some crow here for the listeners, and I don't know. Twitter can well, I'll exit out. I'll exit out. <laughs> There's two things you got to say about that, and it, and I will personally admire about that. One is. Um, Re- constantly reevaluating. If you're talking about rookies every single year, you have to constantly reevaluate. You can't just stick on a stance that you had early in the year. And two, you're still not wrong. Your biggest concern about Tank Dow was durability. He's already had durability problems. And just like our friend Davon A Chain, he got knocked out of today's game because we were worried about his size. So yeah. your worries are still there. But Tank Dell is an outlier. Injured a lot too, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, for a season. I mean, oh, in the show cool. notes, Fenero has right here, I'm thankful <laughs> that Cooper Cup is injured, so no. I can have my poo could go off. <laughs> that's not that's not in the show notes. 
So they can't, they don't see, they, we're not going to show you our show notes. Well, I certainly don't talk about my puka going off. No. <laughs> it's, oh the, it's not in the show <laughs> it's notes. It's a puka. Um, anyway. I have a yeah. food. Okay. What is it, is it going to pair well with, with my stuffing? I think, I think, I think it's a staple. Yes. I think it, it belongs at most Thanksgiving dinners. Um, I took a little spin on this Thanksgiving food, and it is the Green Bay casserole. Instead of the green bean casserole, the Green Bay casserole. Mm -hmm. That is all of those young rookies. Jaden Reed, uh, both tight ends, right? We got got both Musgrave and Tyler Kraft. Tyler Kraft, by the way, getting his first touchdown uh, against the Chargers today, both rookies. And I think think sometimes we overlook Jordan Love. I think Jordan Love had 80 pass attempts before this season. He's pretty young, too. And I think these guys, are their chemistry is, is cooking early. And, uh, yeah, so I think the, – and, and, and the other thing, too, is you remember two weeks ago I brought up Jaden Reed's name, and he's gone, uh, he's gone on to uh, – into the rookie ranks for us two weeks in a row now. So Jaden Reed, week 10, uh, 84 yards and a touchdown. And this week, uh, only 46 yards uh, receiving, but he had another 46 rushing. 32-yard touchdown, Jaden Reed this week. So the Green Bay casserole. Would you take a bite? Uh, I, I mean, I would eat it. I'd take a bite. <laughs> I, I love it. it. It sounds good. You got me <laughs> curious here. And, yeah, and you know, you're right. Like, Jordan Love's season is maybe a little yeah. under the radar. <laughs> They're four I, and six. That's... I feel like we expected too much from him um, right off the get. He's improving every week, I think. And um, so I think the expectation was to me, like part of that is, is, and you mentioned it was, he's kind of been around and this is mm-hmm. the first time we're really seeing him. He didn't have that many games, but I think Correct. with him being around, I think people wanted to see him kind of like that worthwhile weight, kind of like you saw with Aaron Rodgers, which Aaron Rodgers is special. So he's being compared to that yep. of Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre of the past. Absolutely. And yep. um, I think people, thought because of that waiting period you wouldn't have to have some of those um rookie woes i know he's not a rookie but you know growing pains so it does it seems a little underwhelming and he's and he's losing but he ends to in a division as a great team that's better than it's ever. Vikings with Kirk Cousins were better than they've ever been. Um, the division is better than it's ever been, yep. even with even the Bears. Um, but they've they've had a lot of health issues. So <sighs> this is something I was thinking about too. Feverish just just today, just today. Mm-hmm. Interesting um, is. We're we evaluate things so differently when we speak of them on these shows because it's so hard for us to get away from a long term lens, and um, it's not just what he's doing or how many points he's giving us in our lineups, but we start to think like, when is the team going to go away from him? Before we mm-hmm. look at how it's helping us sometimes, 100%. like. Um, that Larry Fitzgerald syndrome when you're like, you know, at some point, I'm going to be glad I sold him for this third or fourth. But mm-hmm. he he keeps being shuffled around the league. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because he's helping out still. Yeah. Um, and I think that's part of it is you're always kind of 
projecting like which team is going to be actually getting that next big bet signing that changes things or um and in a team like Green Bay I think with such high winning expectations like even if you give a season to someone like Jordan Love who do they sign there next I I don't know yeah and I think I I sometimes wish we didn't have to think that way And, and not that we do but I think it's hard to not I think you and I have been playing long enough where we remember a time where the quarterbacks had a much longer leash than they do now. So mm-hmm. I think we're feeling that, um, especially some you know recent, really short leashes. Like we were panicking about Justin Fields just three or four weeks ago. When I say we, I mean the community. Um, and it wasn't necessarily because Justin Fields wouldn't be good in our fantasy lineups. We still weren't concerned about that because of that rushing floor. But we were concerned because they weren't playing well. And they were losing. And that's a very scary thing when you have mm-hmm. a an asset that's a quarterback of all things um, struggling. The one thing I will say with Green Bay is they'll probably be good enough to not draft a good quarterback. But you still have to worry about free agency. I hear you. Um, I just feel like free agency is, is another thing that um, seems to disappoint me every year. Like there seems to be more holes than there are quarterbacks. And, and there's never been more more of a realization of that than this year where so many quarterbacks are starting once again this is two years in a row where there's just an extraordinary amount of quarterbacks and honestly the game was better when they weren't getting hurt as much and there was and there was like more studs for us to like you know plant a flag on and just not worry so much about them you know being you know on the team in two or three years let alone finishing out their contract yeah I agree with all of that. Um, I want to regress back to Justin Fields just super quick mm-hmm. and see what you think about this. Um, I feel like he's one of those guys that say Chicago is ready to move on. Mm-hmm. When I'm looking to acquire him on my dynasty teams, I still feel like I'll, he'll get some life. Like He's one of those guys that's going to get traded to a team that's going to use him like he's not just going to go to Dallas to be Dak Prescott's backup. He's going to go to a team that wants to still give him a starting chance. Totally agree. So I feel a little safer in Dynasty if I'm going after him Mm -hmm. than I do. Obviously, Trey Lance is a bad example, but I don't feel like that's what's going to happen to him. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. I don't think enough people talk about that with Fields. Uh, we've seen it with Mariota and Winston. Everyone gets a second chance when they're drafted that high. Everyone, I'm sorry. Many quarterbacks get that second chance when they're drafted that high and flash the way Fields has. One thing, not to get off topic, but man, this is going to be so way off topic, especially once you hear the bet I'm going to talk about. <laughs> not even close to a rookie, but it's a good time of year to make, I think, roster moves to try to buy some players if you're on X Twitter, you, you've seen a lot of people yay or nay about trade deadlines in leagues. Some some leagues have trade deadlines. If you're going to make trades, if you're starting to get ready for next year. Anyway, I've been trying to think of that player, that running back that you want to get now for kind of cheap for next year. Like that rebuild type running back. Like who's that guy this year? Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I've, I haven't been able to come up with that player Finero that I feel like is the cost effective move. Like I can think of a lot of guys I want to add a lot of guys like that. I feel like they're the guys that a lot of people want though, or right. would cost a little bit more. So I'm talking like cheap, 
The only player that came to mind is David Montgomery. Mm. And that's because I think that I think that people are going to kind of start to count him out because of Gibbs. And he's under contract. I think that this is he's this is just how Detroit's gonna run their offense. So I think that you can get him. The bad thing is is if you're trying to make your team suck, he's not he's not that player because he's mm-hmm. you're gonna set an honest lineup, he's gonna help your team a little bit as long as he's healthy. But I think that you can get him cheap enough and still be rebuilding for next year. Even he's not going to meet some of like the, he's not going to make you feel good. Like if you're an ageist, anything like that, you're never going to have trade value go up, but he's going to give you points. I think for a couple years and always be a little bit disrespected, but he's the only player that came to mind that I was like, you know what? This running back, I think is going to be cheap and continue to put points in your lineup. The rest of them. I don't know. I either have really kind of concerns about, or I feel like they're too expensive. He's only 26, like, so. Yeah, and under contract for, what, two more years after this, at least? Yeah, they have, they have an out after 24, but they could, he is under contract all the way through 26, so. So, I'm, I'm happy with Gibbs and David Montgomery, the way they're using them. If this is it, you know, it's, I don't think it's ever going to be sexy, but I think it's safe. Oh, absolutely. Um, and he's, he's, I don't really think he's old. ever played better. I don't think he's don't ever played better. Big enough rewind button for that one. <laughs> oh, good old. Remember Johnson? Yes, I remember Carrion Johnson. What do you think Maybe. about your eight and two Detroit Lions right now, man? I'm thankful for them. I would be thankful for them. Yeah. Going to be watching the Thanksgiving game. Thankful mm-hmm. for that. Instead, I'm oh, supposed definitely to be thankful. excited, man. Instead, I'm supposed to be thankful for Tommy DeVito. <laughs> hey, but I mean, anything could happen. That's that's because of an injury. So that yeah. also makes it so you don't have to be thankful for Daniel Jones. <laughs> you know, uh, now we're Come really on. digressing talking about the New York <laughs> football giants. But now I'm excited. I'm excited about your uh, your Lions, man. They got some uh, they got they got a young team and. Uh, I'm liking a where Jameson Williams touchdown. Finally. This Jeez. week. Whew. Guy probably averages more touchdowns per target than any NFL player over the last two years. And since he's gone that 0-6 week he had, he's gone 6 of 8. So that's pretty mm. good. He's only dropped 2 of his last 8. There you go. And a touchdown for me. Price is going to go up. If you couldn't pry him before, like the they don't want to move him. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, did you have another food? I do have another food. Um, what's your favorite side? Oh, probably green bean casserole if it's made right. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. Not green bay casserole, but green bean No, casserole. but I, I mean, I'm eating it. It's, you're, you made it pretty good. I'm putting a little <laughs> gravy on it just in case. But oh, nice, 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 nice. I think well, Jordan my- Love needs a little gravy. <laughs> my favorite side is the deviled egg. Um, I, I know that's it's not like a guaranteed thing on Thanksgiving, but I think that's what makes it my favorite. Like it's a little extra surprise if it's there. Like, oh nice, there's deviled eggs. So that that's my favorite side for that reason. Oh nice. No, oh, nice. nice. And it's if you put jalapenos out. on them, they're even better. Little jalapenos <laughs> on the top and a little spicy. Yeah. So my favorite so my favorite side or my favorite rookie this year to watch has been Jordan Addison. Um, I figure I, I, I did this last year too. I did my favorite side last year and, uh, Jordan Addison, uh, 
has just given you everything that you wanted from a first round draft pick. He's gotten consistency. He's got his boom games. He's doing it with a great player on the field. He's doing it without a great player on the field. He's doing it with his intended starting quarterback, without his intended starting quarterback. Um, it's just a nice, fun rookie to watch from week to week. Feverish. Yeah. You can you can have Green Bay casserole on Thanksgiving this year against my Detroit Lions. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's going to be a great game to watch, actually. I, I'm yeah. looking forward to that game. Yeah. You don't happen to have any idea what time of day that one's on? Um, that's a 1230, 1230 oh, o'clock the on right. Thanksgiving. Right when you're eating. Yeah, just move the TV. Or- I know. It's just Actually, you know what? My sister's hosting this year, and she's into football, so that will be okay. Eat, move the TV or eat in the living room. Say, oh, there's no room. Darn. We'll, we'll, we'll be near Darn. TV. Darn. Darn. There's no room for me. <laughs> I guess I'll sit in the living room. It's the only way to go. Yeah. Nah, I'll, I'll get to watch that game and the others. Thanksgiving. We get to be thankful for things as well. I I am thankful for that of the... And I'm grateful. I want to I be grateful as well Ooh, for okay. the production of... And you mentioned it a little bit with your Green Bay casserole, but the tight ends, the rookie tight ends. And That's a great one. I want to make sure that everybody... And, and that's why I mentioned the grateful part because the, because they're tight ends. This shouldn't and happen. It, yeah, but I didn't want to quite go there because I don't want you know what I mean. But <laughs> it, it, I think there's an outlier part to it, and just be grateful for the production of the tight ends that you get. Because even like today, for example, we saw Sam Laporta. And he gives you a decent week, but he's only tight end 12. Like, if we were just having, like, straight-up rookie talks, he'd be mm-hmm. high up in the numbers for rookies. But from a tight end, he's tight end 12, which is – it's it's good. He had a good week. But it can just slip off. They're so unpredictable. And Sam Laporta, Don Kincaid, some of these other guys, they're the real deal. I think yeah. they're here to stay, but even um, – they're they're not even done yet, so you're gonna see That's some. That's the best part. Some it is the best part, and it's the yeah. worst part. You're gonna see some learning curves along the way, even with some of even with Kincaid and Laporta. But be grateful for them. Um, it's super fun. I'm thankful to have these tight ends, at, even though like at the beginning. And I'm man, I'm I I kind of like was one of the most against these tight ends coming into this too, and just like kind of i had that mindset like wait for them who cares i'll get Mm -hmm. them later when they're scoring me the points that was kind of my mindset with laporta and dalton kincaid i have zero sam laporta because of it but um i've been really thankful for them just because it's made made it kind of fun having these new tight ends in our fantasy football league so enjoy it while it's here because there's going to be weeks where it's not damn it (laughs) I, I love that you mentioned that one. That's on my list that I'm thankful for the tight end class this year as well. Um, I was comparing Pitts and his 1,000-yard season. I wanted to see if Laporta or Kincaid could reach that 1,000 yards. And I, I think Laporta's closer with 492, but they're both in the, in the 450 to 500 area with only seven games left. It's probably unlikely, but certainly possible. But then the thing that, if you remember... 
uh, many people were down on Kyle Pitts for. It was like, I think he had one touchdown on the whole season. And both these tight ends have four to six touchdowns apiece uh, on the season already. So they're exciting. Touchdowns are exciting. Tight end touchdowns are even more exciting. It's where most of their value is. Uh, super thankful for tight ends, no doubt. Yeah. I'll tell you what, man. Like, If you can buy Kyle Pitts, do it. I think you can, yeah. Yeah, I mean. I think you certainly can. He's going to break out someday. He's still 23. Even Jake Ferguson's like 25. They're they're yeah. literally almost two years apart in age. Look at David Njoku. Yep. At 27 breaking out. Yep. Having a great second half of the season. Anyway, I'm thankful for the tight ends, Finero. I'm thankful for the 6-4 and four Houston Texans. And we talked about how the Detroit Lions are... Uh, are fun to watch. Dude, I'm really enjoying the Houston Texans right now. They have a rookie QB, which we've talked about already, and we mm-hmm. we, we probably talk about quarterbacks more because of C.J. Stroud. But we have the rookie wide receiver. Of course, we have the rookie edge rusher, Will Anderson, who they picked early in the draft. But we forget also there's a rookie quarterback. I'm sorry, a rookie head coach leading this team. It's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. C.J. Stroud through 10 weeks, was QB5. He's breaking records. Uh, he was the youngest NFL player to throw for at least four, uh, 450 yards, and he's 22 years old. Uh, very, very thankful for the Houston Texans this year. It's been a treat. You could have easily seen this go on the other way, where we're talking about Stroud not having the weapons he needs, Stroud not having the offensive line he needs, Stroud not having the coaching he needs. And uh, he's the real deal, man. He makes everyone on the team better. I started to invest in any piece I could get. I own some Noah Brown now. I own some Tank now. I own Dalton Schultz in uh, Superflex Army. I remember right before he started going off these last two weeks, I traded him for two seconds. I don't think I can make that deal happen now. I'm actually gravitating towards Houston's offense. I think that's very exciting. Dalton Schultz might still be obtainable just from a couple leagues I've seen where yeah, um, I see somebody give a second and like some scrub or something and get Dalton Schultz. And I'm like, oh, I get it. OK, nice. Um, so you, if you're him. into that scenario, yeah, you, I, I was, you might be able yeah. to make that happen. <laughs> it was kind of a desperation move after losing Waller. But uh, I've been I've been happy with it since. Yeah, I, I don't hate that. I like those Houston Texans, man. They're fun. Um, what else well, are you thankful for? What oh, you I got about? I got more. I'm always thankful for the surprise rookie, dude. Every year, the surprise rookie is a treat. You don't get it every yeah. year. You don't get it every year. Like, I think you feel like we do. I almost wanted to mention him, yeah. Yeah, so 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 Puka Nakua has to be um, uh, some a player I'm thankful for this year, a player um, I only own one share of. Players like Pacheco, Algier, James Robinson, Philip Lindsay, Terry McLaurin, all third and fourth round picks uh, in, in, in while we've been doing Rookie Fever. Gabe Davis is one of those guys. Even Darnell Mooney. They have like these these moments of value. But Puka is on a whole new level as far as a surprise goes. And here we have, uh, you know, as, as Swags told you earlier, we're recording on Sunday night. We got a little Cooper Cup injury again. Uh, Cooper Cup struggling to stay healthy. I told you he had it in the yeah. notes. Yep, <laughs> and Puka stepping up again. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm. I really, I honestly, dude, I don't know if rookie drafts would be as fun if it wasn't for this possibility every year. 
because like no, and that's it made me think of when we were on Dynasty Trades HQ, mm. and they asked us about that, and I think it is those players sometimes that makes it a little bit more enjoyable, whether you're yeah. rooting for them or against them. You know, Tank Dell, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Puka. We mentioned Philip Lindsay. Oh man, who were some other ones? Like I'm trying to think of like not the guys like that you were against or um the NFL draft capital. I'm not talking about like the Clyde Edwards Alaires of the world, but those, you know, like oh, definitely. shit George Kittle even years ago. Like mm-hmm. those guys where those values you get i remember getting george kittle in the fourth round oh absolutely um granted no tight end premium but who cares a player like that imagine getting in the fourth round but that it for some reason those just hold so much stronger they're just a different kind of fun they're harder to let go you feel more (laughs) like you found something because you're the guy that got him you know you you pretty much like You've got the gold at the end of the rainbow that everybody's been looking for, not just Jordan Addison, who it was right. expected from. It's right. there's it's still it's fun to have Jordan Addison. You you know, you have that team, you're like, Oh, I've got one share of Jordan Addison. I'm not letting it go. Da 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 da. But then when you have like that one share of Puka that you've found and everybody has been trying to get for a third from you, a second from you, a first from you, two firsts from you, and you've yeah. watched the value grow on your team. And for some reason, it's just a different kind of enjoyment. Sometimes I, I, hard to I, let go. <laughs> I, 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 I could not agree more. It's such a great sentiment to spread because, like, it is what we what we enjoy about fantasy football. Like, there's no doubt about it. Um, but it comes at a price, like you said, like you just wind up like holding on so tight to some, some of your, uh, some of your rights and, uh, maybe even some of your wrongs you hold on to too long. But, uh, I'm glad you brought that out because I, I was feeling it as you were saying and I was feeling that excitement. Um, because we've all had those hits and, and they, they feel great, man, because they're just so damn cheap. Yeah. And you're just like, dang, I just turned that into either, a ton of production over the next few years or a first round pick, like whatever, whatever fits your fancy at the time and your, your team construction. But it's, it's good no matter what. And it definitely puts a smile on your face. Yep. Absolutely. Well, that was my, uh, that was my next thing I wanted to be thankful for. I wanted to be thankful for all the rookies that have helped me with big performances this year. And I'll list a few of them. Um, three weeks of tank Dell, um, that helped me win, uh, uh, weeks, uh, weeks three, nine, and ten. A uh, huge week from Josh Downs, week seven. Dalton Kincaid for the last four weeks has been huge for one of my teams. And even a Demario Douglas, who, uh, who over the week seven and ten is a wide receiver three, has helped one of my teams on bye weeks and things like that. Being a wide receiver three, currently sitting at wide receiver 28. And then, of course, uh, I missed the huge week of A chain, but I didn't miss his following two weeks. And they were, they were, uh, uh, definitely helpful in, in winning weeks as well. So been very thankful for rookies helping me and me getting lucky to, uh, to start them maybe because I had no choice or maybe because, um, a player went down and got hurt. But, uh, either way, I remember all these starts and they, uh, really helped my team win. So I just feel like there's, uh, something to be thankful there for. 
I was hoping, like, I felt like you on a podium there thinking your players. I wanted, I was hoping <laughs> Please, you'd give a shout yes. out to a couple of mine. I feel like they were left out. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to get on your podium, but I want, I feel, I want to get in it. on this now. Yeah, and I want to give a little shout I love out it. to I love it. Jameer Gibbs. Yo, hell I yeah. feel like you took Dalton Kincaid all to yourself when I'd, <laughs> I'd like a slice of that as well. That's a good slice. And I'll even, I, I'm thankful for JSN and the teams that I have mm, him on and the sure. bright future that I see. Absolutely. And, um, God damn, you've got a nice podium. Yeah. It's <laughs> nice. He's, it's well organized back here. Like you, you yeah. guys should see it. Like you, there's room. He's, Come on this up. is, you should see his notes. <laughs> the things he writes about you guys. This is crazy. I'll, uh, I'll leave that to your imaginations. <laughs> Man, so think about how thankful you're going to be to have next year's Thanksgiving show practically I love taken it. care of. The kids' table. we're going to have people at the kids' table. That's great. <sighs> Who would you put at the kids' table? I'm going to put you on the spot. One rookie. Well, so feverish. Um, who would I put there? Like one? Yeah. Who would I put there? Or who would I have stay there? Ooh, that's, yeah, stay I, there. I they think like everybody's there. gonna start there. Maybe right? Right. Like they'll kind of right. have to start there. Sure. And then um, we might let them get some big boy food by the end of it. <laughs> but who would stay there? I think that um, I would. I'm going to serve the Green Bay casserole at the kids' table. Mm. And I want to see a little bit more of that. I got gotcha. you. Uh, and what that team's actually going to do, because I think that they have a lot of young weapons, yep. man, and they have to sort something out. You can't convince me of um, five wide receivers. You can convince me of five to watch and to roster, but at some point something has to give, and there only has to be two or three ingredients that you're going to be giving me in that casserole or i'm just kind of like yeah it does taste good you know it's good for the team but at some point um just with watson dobbs i mean you know you know what i'm saying you know so i'm gonna be i'm gonna keep that green bay casserole at the kids table this year even though i said it's my favorite and i'm gonna sit a player down in front of it from the same division. I'm going to put Roshan Johnson. I'm going to put Roshan Johnson at the kids' table. Yeah, yeah. I think he... I'm not going to fight you. Yeah, he had some opportunities and continues to have them, and I'm just not seeing what I thought I would hopefully see. So I'm just going to put him at the kids' table for 2023. See how easy this kids' table game is? I'm just going to put him there for 2023, though. Let's see what happens next year with Roshan. Ooh, 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 ooh. I'm going to... I'm going to smack shit out of Bryce Young if he tries to get up off that table one more time. <laughs> oh, you got Bryce Young at the kiddies table? Yes, for obvious All reasons. Right. He All has right. to show right. it. He has to show it. If you have a trade <laughs> deadline, I don't care. Try to move him before it hits, Ooh. and you'll right. be fine. Yeah, some of these some of these numbers look more like... Uh skill position players 6.4 excuse me and yeah he thinks he's tricky because he keeps he thinks because he he doesn't know 
he's standing up because he's so short. But I can see you're standing up there. Sit back down. Uh, is that why you put him on the kids' table? Because he's short? No, it's, it has <laughs> nothing to do with it. It's it's <laughs> if he was killing it. Oh yeah. Uh, hey, um, we don't want to put anyone at the kids' table. You put yourself there. No, it's, I don't think that's fair either. I'll I'll buy Kyler Murray all day. I'm just not allowed to talk about it on this show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're all the rookies um, I was thankful for, Swags. I'm I am thankful for some some things outside of the fantasy. Yes, of course. Let's. Yeah, do you want to start? Couple. Yeah, start. yeah, yeah. I think I think I would like to start because I want I wanted the I first wanted to thank our listeners. I feel like that's that's a necessary thing. I feel like you guys have stuck with us for a long time, and uh, and and with that, I want to also thank Swagzilla here for putting up with me this whole past year. I had a lot of personal stuff going on this year. Um, both of us really have, and um, I'm I'm thankful that we we support each other so well. And that we continue to do this thing and, and keep our listeners laughing and, and hopefully getting some good fantasy advice. But um, I definitely want to thank you, man, um, because uh, we we've been on this journey for a long time and we have to constantly make talking about rookies new and fun and uh, interesting. But then we also have to balance that with our our, our everyday lives and uh I think we would do a pretty good damn job of it. And I think uh, you're a big reason why. No, I, I agree. And um, if you have more to say, you can take it back. But I, I do want to add to that before we get off of it is um, you don't have to thank me because I totally agree. I think that there have been uh, there's just been times and to the listeners, too, who I, I'm thankful for as well. But um, there have been times over the last year where we just had to choose that doing this in any facet that we could in any way we could fit it into our lives was more important to us than than keeping the vigorous consistent schedule that we were really so proud of so yep. we even both had to take a step back and like swallow our own pride correct um i agree and 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 really never even mentioning it till this nope. point Yep. in a show to you guys but i'm sure like a lot of our we've probably lost loyal listeners uh, maybe it was something we should have mentioned earlier um it's probably made some of our shows not as good and some of them better mm -hmm. um but i think feverish and i just um came to the conclusion that to continue to do this was um something we wanted to do no matter how hard it was to do um yep so that's why sometimes you'll see a show every five to 12 days rather than every Wednesday or every Thursday. Um, gosh, I mean, the consistency that we kept up for all those years and that people still do, or when you see um, the consistency break down, like you just kind of get it. You yeah. know what I mean? Cause, you really do. Um, it's a lot. And, lives change and grow um so yeah I'm, I'm thankful for anybody who's put up with that and um i'm glad that we've been able to make it work out the way we have and um who knows what kind of schedule this holds for you if we're being honest but in our heads we both want to get back to some kind of consistency at some point so um yeah, yeah and this thanks is, for putting up with us this is definitely Thanks for saying that's why this is definitely not a, uh, you know, 
losing any enthusiasm for the podcast. It's it's more like I mean, our listeners have have seen us go through um, obviously uh, podcast chair. This is episode three hundred and fifty seven. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, there was a baby born. I remember uh, you've moved. I've moved. Uh, change in jobs. Um, just so many different things that all of us go through, and just imagine. You know, being consistent enough to to not only have a show, but to plan a show and to care about a show and then to schedule that around that personal life and work life. And and, and I mean, those those jobs that I'm, uh, you know, I'll say right now that I'm thankful for. I'm thankful to have the job that I have that I have to work this podcast around like I actually enjoy most days like for work i'm not saying that uh it's the first thing i would choose to do when i wake up but for i actually enjoy what i'm doing right now for the most part um i'm thankful for that so i'm thankful that i do have the that to work the podcast around a little bit and um i'm super thankful for the biggest reasons in my life to go to work which is my family i'm thankful that they're there for me and that they put up with me i still think that for whatever reason uh, my kids think i'm cool just because i do this podcast with feverish um (laughs) feverish is a part of my family's life he's mentioned in dinner conversations um feverish has entered our home whether he likes it or not um so I'm, i'm very thankful for the reasons it's easy to say you know like um you know, like, oh, I do it for you. You're, you're why I do this or go to work or, um, but to be, to not really feel like going to work is that bad and having a, a reason that you're happy to do it for, um, I feel pretty fortunate. And, um, sometimes I think that's tough to actually look at because it's easy to see the negative sides and want to get caught up glorifying the negative sometimes i i think that we're afraid to let people know we had a good day mm. and um it's okay to have a good day and and i don't know sometimes things feel pretty damn good if I'm honest, turned, you know but it turned into a, a an awful nice final thought I it, like it. it doesn't always um make it so i i have as much time for yeah i hear feverish you. anymore or <laughs> X Twitter yeah. or, or mm-hmm. some of you people that we're, we're thankful for in so many other ways. I don't know. I do also uh, I want to thank our 2023 sponsors, Swags, uh, both Campus to Canton, who uh, said during, uh, during our uh, enrollment period with them that they had the biggest single day sign up with us. I don't know if you remember that. And then, uh, of course, Dynasty Nerds, who continue to kill it and lead the industry with engaging podcasts and some of the coolest tools out there just to help you win ships. I know that's what Rich would say. It's all about winning the ships. Uh, but I wanted to thank those two um, collaborations throughout the year. They believed in us, and I think we returned the favor. And uh, and that, again, goes back to the listeners who, uh, who signed up to Nerds, signed up for Campus to Canton. Thank you. Uh, that definitely helped the podcast out, and I, I appreciate it. Hopefully, you're getting a lot out of it. Absolutely, man. I'm thankful that we did this show, Feverish. Yeah, me too. Um, I think we might even have a guest next week. If we don't, it's no just going to be Feverish and me. <laughs> it's gonna. We're either going to have a guest or we're not. 
Ah, interesting. Either one or the other. You never know. I know you who it is. Know. Or who it maybe Might is. be. Yeah. If he decides to come on, we'll let you guys know. Or she. Or she. Mm-hmm. Have a great Thanksgiving. Please. Time with your family or time alone. Time working, if that's what you're doing. I hope that you're getting paid extra. <laughs> I am at Swagzilla Zero G. He is at Artbar TV. This is also at Rookie Fever on X Twitter. And we are out. When you kiss me, fever when you hold me tight. Fever in the morning, fever all through the night. Sun lights up the daytime, moon lights up the night. I light up when you call my name, and you go. One-on-one scouting is never done, this stupid go and run I told you anyone, size and speed just unreal Landing spot, not ideal, wait, what's this breakout age for Rookie fever stage? Romeo loved Juliet Juliet, she felt the same When he pulled his arms around her He said, Julie, baby, you're my friend Now we get a fever When we kiss it, fever without blaming you Fever Cause I got the fever, now you got the fever, so she got the fever, and she got the fever. No cure for the fever, so let's feed the fever. Thank God for the fever. Thank God for the fever.